This is Indie Colorcast, powered by Radio Kismet. Hello, this is Christopher Plant at Radio Kismet Live, and we're in the studio with Andrew Benioff, who is the founder of Indie Colorcast, which is the official podcast of the Independent Lodging Congress. How are you doing, Andrew? Hey, good, Christopher. Thanks for having us. And uh, we're excited for this partnership between Indie Colorcast and Radio Kismet. We're here in New Orleans for our 2020 IndieCon Fab, and we have an amazing lineup of speakers and folks joining us, including Jason Cutnella of NMG Network. He's actually in from Hawaii, which is awesome. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna have a discussion with him. Why did you decide to choose Jason? Well, I had the incredible pleasure of meeting Jason out in Los Angeles earlier in uh, 2019, and uh, we were at the Summit Series out in LA. And um, I just happened, of the 3,000 people that were there, I happened to bump into this guy who looks like he's from Yonkers, and it turns out he is from Yonkers. And um, and we started talking, and we found out that he was uh, going to be presenting down at New Orleans for the Indie Confab. And I have a quick question. What is a confab? A confab is a gathering of uh, like-minded folks. We, we sort of use that word because of the nature of the, the people and how we sort of construct these events. Um, where people can can connect intellectually and over business and and drinks and food. So that's why we named it Confab. And that's Confabulation, yeah? Yeah, Confabulation. I love it. It's a great one. So with Jason, I was really interested in the fact that he is pursuing long-form content and storytelling and using that to uh, talk about um, you know, he's got a lot of phenomenal clients, Kimpton Hotels, uh, re- people that that wouldn't naturally, uh, I think, you know, pursue a self-run media organization that that lives in Hawaii. Yeah, it's it's actually quite amazing. He's also working with, I know, uh, Provenance and Eagle Point and a number of other um, hospitality companies. They do stuff in print. They do stuff uh, video slash movie. Mm-hmm all uh, sorts of uh, different media formats that are really interesting. And everybody's going to sort of a shorter format right. and he's going the other way, which yeah. I love. Yeah. Which I love. Well, I'm really interested to explore some of what he's doing here in the interview. So let's get right to it. Hello, hello, hello. We are at the Independent Lodging Congress with Jason Cutnella. We are in New Orleans. We are at the Ace Hotel, and he has just wrapped up a very informative program uh, here where he was speaking about... What were you talking about, Jason? It was the influence in music and nightclubs. Oh, great. Great, great, great. So we're here at the ILC, and I have had the pleasure of meeting you recently in November in yep. Summit at, uh, in L.A. Yep. And um, so tell me a little bit about, about your company. NMG Network um, started 10 years ago, uh-huh. um, based out of Honolulu, Hawaii, actually. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm, uh, Terrible I'm, location. It's the worst. Yeah. Um, and it's funny. Like, I had no plans on being in Honolulu, Hawaii for 15 years. So, long story short, I'm an undergraduate. I'm yeah. born and raised New Yorker. Yeah. And when I was in- In the city. In the city. Yeah. And um, actually, Yonkers, New York. Yonkers. Oh, that's right. That's right. We were going. Oh, yeah. There was another guy from Yonkers at Summit that yeah. we talked to. And it's like random. Like mm-hmm. Yonkers. Um, long story short, um, I decided to get right into. Uh, I went to a, an undergraduate in business. Mm-hmm. Um, my uncle was an accountant at McCann Erickson, which mm-hmm. is one of the largest um, advertising mm-hmm. agencies in the world at the time. 
And uh, I started out as a sophomore yeah. um, in the media buying department yeah. for a six-month internship. I'm sorry, where did you go to school? It was called Berkeley College, not Cal Berkeley. Yeah. It's a private business school right near Grand Central. Gotcha. Um, and it was great. Yeah. And I started out as a sophomore, as an intern, six-month yeah. uh, internship, and they kept me all the way through school. My, my, yeah. Wow. Through school. It was great. It was a paying internship. Yeah. It was two and a half years. Of and you were actually learning things. I was, I actually ended up graduating. I was an actual national media buyer and I focused on cable and syndication. That's amazing. Before I even graduated. Yeah. So I got all this experience. That's so rare. That's so rare. I think that that's really fantastic well, that happened. Uh, well, in my company, I, I, I like to tell all the interns, like, don't do an internship because you have to do an internship. Yeah. You know, if you know the industry you want to go into, go into it as soon as you want to start working. Yeah. Right? So I did that. Well, and treat every job like a job. Even if you're an intern, don't like provide like that intern style um, reward. Like really do the job. Well, I'm happy you say that because a lot of interns, unfortunately, go, I need to do this. Yeah. I need to get a credit. And you're like, hmm. Yeah. You got to go. So I did that. Yeah. But I knew that I didn't want to be a media buyer. And I always had the love of the entertainment side. Mm -hmm. So my account when I was at McCann Erickson was the Sony Pictures account. Mm -hmm. I didn't work at Sony Pictures, but I knew I was like, I want to work on that side. Yeah. Um, graduated, long story short, I got a job at Sony Music. I worked yeah. for Epic Records and Columbia Records. Wow. I was in the publicity and marketing department. That's a fun career. As a kid. Yeah. Um, I was a coordinator. Yeah. Um, never really hit high level management when I was in New York. And then around two, I worked there from 2000 to 2002 yeah and then the music industry completely went kaput yeah all the streaming music as a kid I was like this is great yeah. why, what, why do you need a tape why do you need right. a CD what do you need that stuff for yeah um and then 9-11 happened yeah and then New York really just got depressing yeah and got laid off 3,000 of us in 2002 wow 3,000 people wow the Sony Music Building in New York where I worked was 550 Madison Avenue it's vacant Wow. It was not even an operation, that building. Wow. Um, long story short, couldn't get a job. And I said, you know what, man? I, I like to surround myself around good vibes, happy, happy people. Um, I said, I'm moving to Hawaii for graduate school. <laughs> Drove across country. Yeah. Bought a one-way ticket to Hawaii. Yeah. 2004. I've been there ever since. That's great. Yeah. And so how did you kind of land on your feet? And, you know, you now have a company that makes, I think you told me, long-form content? Yep, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so the first three years was graduate school. Yeah. Bartending at Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah. And wow, what a like wonderful cliche. You know, you're ridiculous. like out in Hawaii working at the Hard Rock, making lava flows, and, like, <laughs> and selling like merchandise. Yeah. Um, and being, I was a club promoter, and I was a VIP door guy. Yeah. For all the big local club promoters, yeah. for my first three years of Hawaii, and I wow. built my network. And then you I, were the guy with the, the guy keys. With the, yeah. You had the, I had the keys to the you club. You got to talk to me. It, pretty much, because they <laughs> hired me because I wasn't a local guy. Yeah. So they didn't want, like, a local friend at the yeah, door. Yeah. So I did that. And long story short, I thought I was going to be there for three years and move back to, I didn't think I was going to move to New York. I like warm yeah. weather, right? So I was going to do California or something. Yeah. And then it all snapped. I was like, nobody's really working at the caliber that I want to work. Right. So I was like... I know media, I yeah. know entertainment. Um, why don't I start this company? Huh. So before I started NMG, um, I worked for a local surf magazine yeah. and I was in charge of marketing, sales and promotions. Yeah. Um, I knew that the action sports and surf world, it was hard to sell media. Yeah. And I said, we're in the state of Hawaii. What can you sell? Yeah. Travel, yeah. hospitality. Yeah. So it's been a 10 year ride. 
That's fantastic. Yeah. So, so it was super intentional. You were like, okay, I'm going to stay here. Um, and I, I mean, I love that idea of being in a market, recognizing that there's something missing and not feeling like you have to run to New York or Los Angeles to be at the center of whatever that known universe is. You stayed in Hawaii and, and you built it. And so how was it, um, were you able to establish a media credibility or what, oh, what no. did the beginning of it look like? The beginning of it was, wow, this guy produces unreal product. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> he's wasting his money. Yeah. And I started out in publishing and mm -hmm. I'm still very lucrative in publishing. Mm -hmm. But I would go in as a publisher and do 200 page magazines with right. four advertisements, but they looked money. Yeah. Right. Where most publishers won't increase the page count until they sell enough of ads. Right. However... It doesn't look like a good piece yeah, of... Yeah, it's like the chicken and the egg or something yeah. like that. So I just did it and I did it and I started getting recognition. But I knew to make money and to be able to scale the business, I needed to focus on like that like luxury demographic. Yeah. I yeah. needed Louis Vuitton. I needed Hermes. I needed Gucci to be my advertisers. Yeah. You don't get that overnight. No. It took me years. Yeah. And it took me actually six and a half, seven years. And then boom, I yeah. landed a hotel called Holly Kalani, uh -huh. um, which is the most luxurious five-star hotel smack in the middle of Waikiki yeah. on it. And once that partnership happened, and yeah. it took six years to get that partnership, that's when Louis Vuitton called me. Yeah. And, that's when, and then I go, all right. That's great. Yeah. So, you know, you did the work, you produced the stuff at a high level quality, and then um, you got the one contract and then everybody's calling in and, and then suddenly you're not picking up the phone and chasing all these people. They're chasing you. That's great. Oh, well... I'm still chasing them, um, but I um, I made sure that the the product was superior. Right. So I started out in publishing, but I that was not my business model to be a publisher in 2009. Right. I always knew I wanted to do video content. Yeah. That's how I consume my media yeah. is video. It's just who I am and how I engage with it. Um, and I just love design and all that stuff. So I knew I had to, I had to evolve it into the video. Yeah. So that's kind of where this whole NNG network right. came about. Yeah. It's literally building a curated media channels for hotels. That's great. And so what do you think, um, what do you see around the corner for entertainment? I mean, I actually think that, um, you know, we're here doing a podcast and I think a lot of people that I talk to are digesting the majority of their information through podcasts and that sort of thing. And, um, you know, having this, this love hate relationship with their screens, what, what are you doing to, um, to stay, stay vital in, in the, the changing media landscape? Well, I call it noisy media, yeah. right? And which is, that's, that's what you see everywhere. Yeah. And I won't mention media companies that are super successful and they're the obvious. Yeah. We make sure our stuff is curated and mm -hmm. making sure you're in an environment mm -hmm. that you actually enjoy it. Right. And it's just not in your face. Right. Like going online now and trying to just do something, you're getting slapped with oh, advertising. Yeah. And that's Bomb how I make bombarded, my money. Yeah. Um, what I do love about podcasts is you're falling in love with the personalities. Yeah. Right? And what I do like with, with podcasts is when you could take the, the voice personality and yeah. bring it to life. Once yeah. again, I love video yeah. because how great, I, I've known you for some time now yeah. and I feel like our relationship's going to keep growing. But you're such a good guy that like, I think you should be on camera and I yeah. know you do. So, yeah. uh, a little bit, yeah. yeah. But I think that's where podcasts are going yeah. and, and if you, you build the loyalty and the 
and like the the trust yeah. of where you're consuming yeah. media. That's that's what's going to be important. Yeah, I think uh, I I believe that as well. In in terms of the sort of authenticity of the intent, yep. and so um, and you can feel it when you know. I mean, I agree that there's a lot of information out there that like as you're trying to get it, you know, you get an ad here and it's everything is is it, very it very hectic. You. Yeah. And here's a good thing about that. So. Um, when I first started doing this high-end, like, curated television network yeah. that was in a hotel room, right. and I called Tiffany and Louis Vuitton, they were like, you're out of your mind. There's no chance in hell I'm doing in-room television. Yeah. I go, wait a minute. <laughs> Let me explain it, yeah. right? And they were like, well, I said, this is curated. It's documentary style. Mm -hmm. And don't think about giving me your Instagram video. Mm -hmm. Give me the history of bag making yeah. that you don't use on your Instagram. Give right. me these, like these, like Chanel, for example, submitted um, a commercial. I, I, no, it's not a commercial, actually. It's a documentary yeah. on Chanel. Yeah, and I'm, it's fascinating. Yeah, and then if you're in a room and you are trying to get the point across, yeah. you want to see something that's not in your face, yeah. like buy this handbag. Yeah. But if you want to see the, the how to craft a, 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 a really high-end, a tie-in handbag, yeah. you, almost, you almost forget that it's Louis Vuitton. Well, and not only that, but you're digging into you know the, the quality and the sort of masterful processes that have been in place that have made that a superior brand for a really long time, and it's going to be stickier than, um, you know, an ad with a beautiful woman on a, on a beach. A hundred percent. And that's the kind of media I'm trying to attract. Yeah. yeah. And so how, how do you, how do you, how do you do that? I mean, are you've got, you've got people writing for you. How, how are you finding your people? Um, very organic, yeah. you know, um, being 10 years in business yeah. and seeing the people that actually stuck around mm -hmm. the company for that amount of time, yeah. making that, making sure they uh, have equity in the company. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I built a company, the, the NMG stands for Nella Media Group. Yeah. Right? Nella is my last name, Cotnella. Yeah. Media, oh, media and yeah. group. What I want to like point out is you need a group of people yeah. to do that and you got to be yeah. loyal to them. Right? Yeah. So that's what I did for 10 years. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't have 10 years. Yeah. They're too, um, like, I need to do it now. Yeah, immediate. Mm. Yeah, immediate. I'm not seeing results. I'm cutting out. And I did the opposite, right? Yeah. And, it, and it took a lot of time. And I knew it was impossible to, like, compete against a Facebook or an Instagram. Right. Super successful media yeah. outlets, right? Like monsters. Yeah, with my co-working, everybody says, oh, you're competing with WeWork. I'm like, like, no, you're not. Yeah. You know, and I would rather work. If I was based in Philly, I'd be working out of your co-work. Yeah, like, thanks. Like, like WeWork, I, I've done it. They, yeah. they gave me the tour. They gave me the spiel. Yeah. And I was like, man, they're not even asking about me. Right. They, 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 if they asked me three questions about me, if they were smart, they'd be like, I recommend that. Yeah. And that's where in, in your space. And I, we're trying to create this connection. And you should come here because you want to be with that person. And tell me a little bit more about what you do so I can learn about you so that then I can connect you, you and create. You know, the, the affiliations that you would develop in that are the things that are going to make your business thrive and are the things that are going to keep you there. A hundred percent. And that's the same with your media, I'm sure. Same thing. And it's funny because um, now that I'm in New York halftime again, which mm -hmm. is great, not only is my family around mm -hmm. there, I get to see them. It's engaging with my clients more. Mm -hmm. But I was like, well, where am I going to work out of? Yeah. Right. And there's Soho House, there's New House, there's WeWork. And I chose something called Spring Place. Yeah. Now, Spring Place is um, um, a sister company of Spring Studios, yeah. which is the home of Tribeca Film Festival yeah. and New York Fashion Week. And yeah. I go, well, that's my industry. Yeah. Film. Yeah. And high-end retail. I'm going to come visit you up there. I'd yep. love to see it. I'm I've, there. It's a highly specific. It's just for, tell, tell me about it. It's just for filmmakers and no. media professionals? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, yes, 
I thought, uh, it, I thought it's, it was it's a great event. You have to go through an interview process, right. just like. And Soho House is great. I have friends there. Mm-hmm. But one thing, you you can work on your laptop. You can't get on your phone. Right. Right. And like it's it's frowned upon. And I know people are texting and emailing only. Mm-hmm. I don't. You know, sometimes you got to pick up the phone. Oh yeah. And I like Soho House because it's an entertainment. Like mm-hmm. you bring a client there, you have mm-hmm. some drinks there, but I have so many friends. Yeah, so it's met. definitely a scene. It's a scene. Mm-hmm. And when I get invited, I'm pumped. Yeah. However, Spring Place, which was so unique about it, yeah. is like you're actually doing what you said. Oh, you got to meet my boy, Chris. Oh, yeah. you got to meet Mary. Oh, you got to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. And it's organic and yeah. it's, it's membership driven. Yeah. And uh, I'm there next week if you want to go. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely stay in touch on it because yeah. I'd love to check it out. It's, it's just, and, and talk about curated. Like, yeah. I mean, they're switching their facade every year and a half to two years. I think that's great. And it's the home of Tribeca Film Festival, yeah. Spring Studios, mm-hmm. and it's the home of New York Fashion Week. So Spring- is, it, is it down in Tribeca? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a great neighborhood down there. I yeah. always, um, you know, I feel like when I'm in Tribeca that I'm, it's like its own little New York. It is. Um, and it's approachable. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's a ton of people in Manhattan, but when you're in that area, yeah. it's still... It doesn't feel overwhelmed. No, yeah. no, no, no. There's a, it feels like there's a lot of space, and yep. um, so that's fantastic. So, um, what do you think is um, what are the you know some of the things that you're most excited about in what you're doing with your with your company? So, ten years in Hawaii, I made it sure that I have the business model down. Mm-hmm. Um, what's super exciting now is when you do something for ten years, you know it sticks, right? Yeah. So, scaling out of Hawaii is um, been a, has been a uh, has been a blessing yeah. because I, I've been focusing on it for the past year, mm-hmm. um, and I know the opportunity is there because within the last year. Um, not only did we land Kimpton Hotels globally. Great brand. Um, yeah, it, it, it fits my niche. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I went from a Hawaii company to a global company yeah. um, in a matter of quick time. We've just secured uh, shutters on the beach in Castle Ooh. Del Mar, right? yeah. Santa Monica. Yeah. That's that higher echelon of luxury. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, on a, on a local scale, being that I'm staying at old number 77, mm-hmm. um, Bashard Wally, a Providence yeah. group, um, has really given me the opportunity. And we he's launched- He's spoken here at ISC. He, he's, a, I think, a board member, one yeah. of the founding board members. And um, I'm really going to expand his media partnership. Um, That's fantastic. So what is the process of like presenting yourself to these companies that are very established brands and um, taking a chance. I mean, you're. I mean, do you consider yourself a small company? Oh, completely. That's right? what I would think. Uh, yeah. And and I want to. I want to stay that way. Even yeah. if I have two hundred people, when I when when you you could say uh, you know small company, but the way I do is all organic. Mm-hmm. And, and and people always ask me, how the hell did you get Kimpton or how'd you meet Bashard? It's like yeah, I had a coffee with Bashard mm-hmm. at his a coffee shop down the road from his his Portland office, and we actually like each other. Yeah. And you know, it's. It's not about the presentation. Well, and it's, it's interesting in that, um, you know, there was an experience in my life recently where there was a big New York Times article about something that, that was going to happen. And, uh, you know, for 24 hours, everybody that I bumped into was like, this thing, this thing, this thing. And, um, and I was like, yeah, that should happen. You know, it's a, a company that um, I, I want to move to Philadelphia. And I was like, that should happen. I'm going to do it. And I picked up the phone and I got the guy you know, third ring. And, uh, we're having a fantastic conversation and talking to now six different departments in the Philadelphia local government and putting together this coalition to make, you know, something that I think will be very important that, you know, most people would think that it's out there. And so what I appreciate what you're saying is that, you know, you're, you're obviously providing excellent 
stuff. The, your content is, is, is great and people Just are responding to that. It's a longer process. Yeah. That's all it is. And, um, you know, it's, it's really interesting to think about a Kimpton brand um, that you would think, you know, would be working with like a top five marketing agency and only, you know, because there's a lot of brands that, that unless they're paying gazillions of dollars for something, they don't see any value in it. And there's a lot of people who wouldn't even stop to, to talk to a single person. So I'm interested in learning more about your process and, and how you've honed that, that in, in your, your work life. Yeah, thank you. And, and, and once again, it, it's an organic play. Yeah. And um, I spend a lot of time on doing research and mm -hmm. development. And uh, my business model is very nominal in regards to like, a, a financial cost, mm -hmm. a risk, put mm -hmm. it that way, to these bigger companies. Because I'm not an agency for hire. Right. I'm not going in and doing their marketing campaigns. And I'm not sitting there and doing their branding or their mm -hmm. design work. I'm truly building a media channel right. for their, like, their guest. Yeah. And I'm utilizing their distribution, yeah. whether it's in room, whether it's their blog, whether mm -hmm. it is whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm building a, a, an advertising model around that. Yeah. But Everything I just said is a long process. Right. And, and you know, once again, people need the instant, like, I won Kimpton, and it's a million-dollar Slam dunk, bro. And it's like, that's not what I do. Yeah. You know? Like, I go into a lot of my media partnerships. I don't charge them a dime. Yeah. Because I know at this point I could sell off of that hotel. Yeah. And a great example is Hermes, yeah. which is the top of the top brand in the, in the yeah, world. Brilliant. And Providence Group. Yeah. Right? When I pitched them Providence Media mm -hmm. for the magazine, right? Mm -hmm. They go, no offense to Providence Group, no idea who the hell the Providence Group was. Yeah. When I showed them the amount of detail that Bouchard and his team puts in for the, uh, the hotels they are curating, right. Hermes was like, I need yeah. to get in front of that guest. Yeah. Because that is the guest I want to hit. Yeah. So it kind of worked in my favor. Yeah. And Bashard's favor of like going, well, Bashard and his team, not his favor, they did such a great job yeah. on curating these beautiful like yeah. uh, boutique hotels. Hermes was so fascinated yeah. that they actually wanted to be a part of. Yeah, no, media. I think that that's great. And, you know, essentially you're making sure that you are picking quality clients on one side and working with quality clients on the other side and putting them together. And, um, yeah, so you make yourself uh, essential. So a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, time again, time, yeah. time. And that's another thing. Like everybody wants a media. Yeah. I have never raised money at any point. Yeah. In, that's fascinating. I think that that's the, um, really cool thing about media is that you can build as you go and scale up, scale down. Um, something that I think about a lot as a developer of brick and mortar co-working spaces, because, you know, bricks are expensive. Mortar is expensive. Yeah. And, um, you know, keeping that alive is, is something that's very interesting. And so um, I'm, I'm excited at, you know, the developments in, in the media world and how people are choosing to get information. And, um, and so have there been times when you've wanted to expand here or expand there and kind of like had to forcefully keep yourself in check? Oh, I keep myself in check. And if you met, you know, my business partner, who is uh, that? Um, his name's Joe Bach. He uh -huh. was my first client. Mm -hmm. Um, he worked for a regional airline in Hawaii mm -hmm. and I literally walked in and I was like, I want to do your in-flight magazine. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea. He's like, do you know we don't pay for in-flight magazines? Mm. Um, you People actually, pay us. Yeah. 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 Because, and I was like, 
whatever, I'll do it. <laughs> and um, we did it. Successful in-flight magazine. Yeah. I got all sorts of rewards. He went over to the hotel business. Yeah. Um, we did his hotel books. Yeah. And I knew we were pretty much the same age. Uh -huh. And I was like, man, this guy... This guy wants to come over yeah, and build the business. Side. Well, it was a, we were we were, we were early yeah. we were early thirties, thirty. Yeah, and we had what do we have to lose? Yeah, and then ten years later. Yeah, boom. Bing, bang, boom. And so is he still in Hawaii? Is he full-time Hawaii or is he also he is Hawaii? Still, New York? Um, no, he's full-time Hawaii. Um, I. It's interesting because yeah. when you build a company, as you would know, like yeah. you just do what it takes. Yeah, and we did that. Yeah. Um, and then last year I said, Joe, let me fly. Let me yeah. go. We yeah. get this stuff. Yeah. Um, so he kind of maintains the ship of Hawaii. Yeah. But he's like the relationship guy. Once yeah. the deal is done, yeah. you want to hang out with Joe. Yeah. Right? He's making sure. The yeah. thing is, me and him aren't operation people. Yeah. Right? We could do it. I feel yeah. like we've been operating a business. So what we're in, in, in search for right now is an operations manager yeah. that could actually run the day-to-day. -day. Yeah. So, and uh, and that's, a, that's a tough thing because you're looking for somebody that's very ambitious, that wants to get something done, but not too ambitious where you're going to lose them. I mean, like cultivating people 100%. is really complex stuff. And, you know, it's no surprise that, um, you know, HR is such a, a big part of a business, but, um, you know, you're investing, right? You're investing. And that's in what we do. So we're in the process of hiring and operations. I, we're actually in the process of hiring a whole VP level. Yeah. We've never had a VP level, right? Yeah. Um, and we just gave ourselves titles for the past mm -hmm. 10 years. So when we implement the VP of operations, a VP of finance, VP, 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 yeah. he'll actually be able to kind of grow and scale with me. But right now he's holding down the ship yeah. um, in Hawaii. Um, and then when we land a new client, we'll do like our first meetings together yeah. and he'll be there, obviously. So um, what has been the impact on your life of spending more time on the East Coast and being in New York? And um, Oh, it's been a blessing. Yeah. Um, my goal is to retire in Hawaii. People are yeah. like, wait a minute. What does that mean? You live in Hawaii for 15 years. I go, no, 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 no. I went to graduate school there and yeah. I built a business there. Yeah. I don't even know if Hawaii is new. It doesn't, it, I'm not doing what you're supposed to do in Hawaii. Yeah. Um, being back in New York mm -hmm. is literally gave me an injection of adrenaline again. Mm -hmm. And I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and I love and respect everybody in Hawaii that I work with, and mm -hmm. I'm going to take them along with the ride. Mm -hmm. But being outside of Hawaii again, Chris, I'll be, be honest, it's, it's where I belong yeah. in regards to growing this business. And what I like about people um, are some executives out of Hawaii. They're not afraid to tell me no. Yeah. You know, hey, at this point, we can't work together. Yeah. But it's a quick no, and then you just move on. Yeah. Well, and that is um, accepting no with grace and um, humility and keeping the door. Yeah, every day of my open. life. <laughs> me, like, me too, Bo. <laughs> it's like, no. Lots of rejection. But it's like, it's not a hard no. no. Like, if you're a good person, no. it's, it's like, no, it doesn't match right now. Yeah. And trust me. Telling people I'm selling in-room television, yeah. it, they, it, they're baffled. They're like, yeah. that's disgusting. But I'm like, do you buy my in-room magazine? Yeah. I go to a big brand, Tiffany, do you, do you buy my ad in my magazine? Yeah. They're like, yeah, I love your magazine. Yeah. I go, why? Because it's the most beautiful and curated magazine I've ever seen in my life. I go, well, what's the difference of curating and making the most best in-room television show? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're like, It is a magazine on your TV, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, touche. And then that's where it's just organic. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. organic, you know, but it's time yeah. again. Once again, yeah. it's time. Nobody wants to spend time anymore. I'm I building know. stuff. I know. People are in a rush. 
What are you in a rush for? Yeah. And that's why I liked when we were, um, when I was uh, in the panel with Dave and, yeah. and Rob Burr, like, they take their time, man. Yeah. And they're, like, making something that they personally love. Yeah. And it's just, that's cool to hear. Yeah. No, and, and Dave, um, in talking to him last night, and he is uh, very much... Uh, the embodiment of his brand and you know his place is um, you know our bar we was I was there for the the LSU game last night and it is not pretentious he's not pretentious it's very cool it's very cool and he's um, just really fantastic and I, and I love it when people are able to to do that and not take themselves too seriously yeah. um, but still make something that it's, it's he cares it's clear that he you cares. care about your space yeah. in Philly, right? I'm looking. 100%. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I'm coming out the weekend before. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm excited to show you Philly and kind of talk about because that's what I, I do is I'm always telling the stories of Philadelphia. I'm always digging into all the the little corners and and trying to learn about the stories um, that are just the, the less obvious stories. So I got to find out. I doubt it. Like um, Honolulu to Philly direct flight. Actually, I'll just go to New York and then come to Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Take a train or yeah, yeah or I mean, yes, uh, train would be easy. The easiest from and, New York, right? And, um, but do you have a car in New York? No. Yeah. No, no, no. Isn't that crazy? No, I don't own a car, period. Yeah. Not I, in Hawaii either? I, I did the math. Yeah. Right? And it's like, you know, if you go out to a function, you have a tequila. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> 25 bucks or a lift. You're yeah. like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And you get all that peace of mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah leave yeah. the car at home. I, well, trust me, uh, growing up, I, I, I had cars. I rebuilt a car. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cool, but like. I don't. I'm not enjoying. No, it. it's a, that's an interesting lifestyle choice. But I don't, yeah, in the I, city, I, and you know, you can yeah, family. purposely curate your life to work around that. And I actually know many people who have families who don't have cars. Really? Yeah. So that's cool. I I, I don't um, yeah. have a family, but it's um it's easy for me. Yeah. Um, having a small children and stuff. Like, yeah. Uh, maybe it is. You just yeah. bring the car seat in a lift. Who cares? Where, where do you live in New York? Um, Stuyvesant Town. Okay. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, my uh, my good friend from uh, high school. Uh, he's been he, him and his roommate. Uh, his roommate had been living there for thirteen plus years. Wow. He moved to California. Yeah. His roommate stayed there. Yeah. Um, maintained yeah. like the uh, rent control. Yeah. Uh, my buddy went there quite a bit, and mm -hmm. he's like, "Hey, man, you go to New York a lot. My buddy's, you know, moving out." Moving out. Like, yeah. yeah. And I was like, "Hell yeah, man." That's great. Yeah. And Stytown is like uh, it's like a little city within it's a city. Its own universe there. Yeah, yeah they got wild. they got a gym, they got a basketball court, they got like a park, they yeah, got restaurants, multiple playgrounds and yeah. stuff like that. I like it. Yeah. It's affordable too. And it's easy to get to. I mean, it's a, it's like a good part of town. You can get downtown. You can the get L train's town. right there. You go right to Williamsburg, mm -hmm. right? It's on 14th and 1st. Um, you get the L train brings you to any major Subway, mm -hmm. you know, Union Square, yeah, yeah. 8th Avenue. Um, and when it's spring and summer, it's nice. So what are you doing in New York? What, where, where are you spending your time? What do, you, what, do you, what, do you, what do you find compelling about the New York of today, which is very different yeah, from, from the New York that ago? you left uh, 20 years ago? It's wild. So... And we had the similar Brooklyn yeah. and Williamsburg story. You know, I, I think it's funny that there's this possibility that of maybe North we had to drink together. We definitely did, yeah. probably. But that completely morphed. And yeah. I saw it happening. What didn't really change for Manhattan, besides every neighborhood getting cool every once in a while, mm -hmm. is the energy it always brought me. Yeah. To have that energy back is yeah. like, it's fascinating to me. But what I, yeah. the reason why I'm there is spending 15 years out of Hawaii yeah. is 15 years away from my mom. Yeah. My grandma, yeah. my dad passed yeah. away, my yeah. grandpa, I, it, within that time. So it's yeah. like, I want to hang out with them. Yeah. But it also keeps me connected with my clients yeah. and my partners. And, you know, how much everything's over the phone or email or text, mm -hmm. 
the only way to do business in my eyes and you know I, I don't feel like I'm an old guy yet but it's like I always prided myself on building a friendship. Yeah. Even with my partners. I have yeah. drinks, I have lunch with them, I, I, I just do yeah, it all. Yeah, no, it's a lifestyle. And, you know, you got to get it in there. And um, it's sort of like, uh, you know it when you see it. Yeah. 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 So New York is, I, yeah, I'll tell you, I, I'll always have a footprint in New York. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm working my ass off to um, be able to afford multiple living situations yeah i do love warm weather um i i I, I know that's a big deal it's a big deal to me Uh, i think it changes an individual 100 percent um and you're you you remain youthful yeah um and cold weather i trust me i love visiting i love snowboarding but i get the hell out yeah so i'll be from this january through about march I won't be there every month. Right. Yeah, you know, I'm going there next week. Yeah. I'll be there for about eight or nine days. Yeah. Get out of there. Yeah. And then minimal visits yeah. until about like what? Once it get warm in East Coast, April, May. April. So yeah. that's then you'll see me every month. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then we'll see you. So yeah. how have you enjoyed New Orleans? It's my second time here, and uh, both for conferences. Yeah. Um, what ILC did well is that little walking tour we did yeah. yesterday. Yeah, yeah. But I need to come back on a personal level. Yeah. Like I, I mean, conferences are great. But yeah. Like there's, there's a lot here. Yeah. And so how have you um, enjoyed ILC? I mean, this is not your first event and we've talked a little bit about yeah. this and it's been um, interesting for me. I've known Andrew since um, he built the brand and looking at how it's improving and growing. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of relevant people out in that room. I um. And I'm not saying this because I, I like Andrew and Tatiana mm-hmm. um, and ILC brand. Uh, I mean, I love what they're doing, uh, but, but it is truly the best um, in, uh, conference I've, I've been to yeah. because um, they make it, the founders actually make it a point yeah. to engage with you. They yeah. ask you how we could partner. Yeah. The hat I'm wearing is yeah. a, a collaborative hat yeah. that I made and with, for ILC. Yeah. Um, they, they, they ask you to be on the panels. Uh-huh. You actually meet good friends. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, it's, it's my, by far, at this point in my life, it's my favorite conference. That's great. I like that. And yeah. um, I'm really happy um, at the choices that they're making, the things they're doing. And, um, you know, somewhat surprisingly, I had never been to New Orleans and um, have really enjoyed um, the stories that, well, this is my first time. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I know. I mean, it seems um, very uh, unrealistic that like yeah, I, with traveler. my personality, yeah. wouldn't have ever been to New Orleans. But um, I think that uh, I've really enjoyed the city and the cultivation of the people, you know, that have been on the panels and um, has been just really, really fantastic. So, um, Let's uh, wrap this up. Cool. And, you know, it's fantastic to, uh, like you said, like we're getting to know one another more. Yeah. Um, it's funny that we have that shared experience back in the 90s uh, in Williamsburg. When we, <laughs> at Summit, when you, I was like, who the hell knows North? Why would North yeah. Six yeah. see? Yeah. I worked at this little shady hip hop bar. Yeah. And there's that place with the sand. Yeah. What was the name of that bar? It was like, um, it was I, like, I can't like remember, but bar, I remember it. Yeah. Know? Uh, but, that was yeah. a, that was a great idea. I love that place. Yeah, no, no, it, it was cool, and it's just wild to see where Williamsburg is now. Yeah, you know, well, you kind of saw it coming. You you knew it was gonna happen, but, but I guess that the, the the it it just happened so fast, and uh, and you know, I go, I go places there, and um, I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Uh, all the landmarks are different. Like you go to the end of North Sixth Street, it's not the same. and you know, it used to end 
Yeah. It used to end, and I keep looking now down there. I'm like, I'm like what the hell is that? I, I, yeah. it, There's it, a venue. Like, um, I there's a the giant, name bu- it. giant building. Yeah. Vice, um, Vice's headquarters is not on North 6th, but it's... No. A, but Yeah, it's over on uh, North 10th, North 11th. Uh, that was near the, the William Vale. Yeah. Um, but now they have one on, like... Yeah, like North, yeah. yeah, something. Yeah, that whole area over there with those, uh, there's now four hotels there, I guess. It's the Williamsburg Hotel, yep. then there's the Wife, the William Vale, and then a Hoxton. And then there's the Brooklyn Williamsburg Hotel. I think. That's what I said, uh, yeah, Williamsburg yeah, Hotel. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's wild. Yeah. I never would have guessed that. So, but listen, thank you very much for yeah, uh, taking a minute here in this busy conference. And, you know, hopefully now we're going to go have, have dinner. Uh, dinner with Dave Newport <laughs> from... Uh, um, Gold from Gold Diggers and, and our, bar. our bar. Yeah. And uh, so it's been a really fantastic conference. Thank you very much for coming in. And thanks for having me, Chris. All right. Yeah, cool. Bye-bye. This is Indie Colorcast, powered by Radio Kismet. And I'm Andrew Benioff, founder and chairman of the Independent Lodging Congress. Indie Colorcast is where we explore independent hospitality, entrepreneurship, and society at large through conversations with leaders in our community of hoteliers, designers, and others to encourage idea generation and new ways of conducting meaningful business. Indie Colorcast.